Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This is the final portion of my interview, my discussion, my conversation with Rick Probstein of Probstein123, the huge eBay auction consigner. We just got in a roll. We booked it for 15 minutes and it went longer and then it went even longer than the second 15 minutes. And this is the last part of it, but we had a good time. He's a hobby heavyweight, is auctioning off a lot of big cards, helped a friend of mine that needed to sell some of his cards. And I don't really sell singles like that. When you're selling cards on eBay, just like if you're selling some of the big cards, an auction that gives it more prominence, whether that's Heritage or Huggins and Scott or any of the big auction houses, the traditional auction houses or eBay, which is even bigger. So I had a friend that I did some stuff with Greg Morris. I had a friend that did some stuff with PWCC and then with Epstein. It's been fun to check it out. So I get the emails. I keep track of most of those people. And with Probstein, he had some pretty interesting Instagram short videos that he was teasing up in his push email that went out to a lot of people. I thought it had my name on it. It had Beckett references. I thought, I'll just take a peek at that one. They're very short. And there were actually two of them in a row. One was about the 30 PSA 10 Jordan rookies that he had amassed. And the other was lamenting the market confusion associated with the BVG. And he asked for feedback. What am I going to do? So I contacted him. I said, would you like to talk about it? Because I can give you my opinions. I'm semi-retired, but I do keep track of things. And I want to be helpful. I'm, after all, a pro bono consultant. And I thought, I'll give you some pro bono consulting, Rick. Tell you what I would do and make contact with some of the BGS leadership to see if there's some potential there for something that could be a mutually agreeable situation. We'd obviously love to get some of those Jordan PSA 10s into Beckett holders, but right now it wouldn't make sense to convert a PSA 10 to a BGS 9.5, but it would make sense to convert it to a Beckett 10. And if you got a black label, he's not even thinking he's going to get a black label. Stay tuned, folks, because I don't really know how this is going to turn out. Absolutely made no promises to him. The Beckett grading integrity is based on grading each card as it is, not compared to others, but compared to the standard. And if it meets the 10 standards in terms of the subgrades, then that's great. And if it doesn't, then my hope is, and I've told both parties, I hope they can identify the flaw while it's still in the PSA 10 slab without cracking it out. Once it's cracked out, then it's a raw card again. So I hope that doesn't happen. But again, a PSA 10 is a gem mint card, but that doesn't mean it's unimprovable. So potentially there is some flaw. Now, if there isn't, if it's a pristine centering corners, surface and edges, if all those are pristine, Again, no defect discernible at all, then it's going to get a black label 10. Now, he's not saying that, and I'm not saying that, but each card ought to be graded as it is. Certainly when I was there, BGS, BVG, even BCG, any Beckett grading product, there's no quota. Each card should be graded according to the standard of the service that's being provided. So again, no special treatment, but certainly giving a sharp eye to what are probably already presumably gem mint cards. The question is, are they pristine? Thanks, Rick, and thanks everybody else. I hope you've enjoyed that, and I'll continue to do individual podcasts as well as some interesting interviews. And again, thanks, Rick Probstein, for sharing some of your time. I'll tell you one thing that has always blown me away. PSA has never graded a Fernando Valenzuela rookie as a 10. So you would think that one time it would enter a bulk submission to a brand new grader who would just 10 it even though it might not be 
the ultimate, like the card has black PD on it. The card doesn't come centered and it's a little cockeyed and it's obviously a hard card to get as a 10 because there aren't any zero tens. But it's amazing to me that not one has ever slipped through where some guy just threw it in there at the national 24 hours bulk, put it in with a whole bunch of Drake's cards. No big deal. Boom, there's your 10. Now, you're suggesting that there could be a junior, less experienced grader that had that card come across his or her desk and thought, looks fine to me. Slap a 10. Yeah. yeah. PSA. I'm hoping, and this is- I'm just shocked it hasn't happened. I find it shocking. Uh, are there any BGS 9.5s of the Valenzuela? Are you talking about the Tops rookie card? Yeah. There's a regular Fernando rookie. 81 Tops with three people on it. A card that almost anybody in our era has I'll had stacks, yeah. stacks of them. Like I say, I have made suggestions within BGS to identify, it's not some higher level of statistics, but through sampling, that there ought to be, when these anomalies come up, when you see nothing of something, not that there'd be some major investigation, but that looks strange, like you're saying. And I think yeah. of the hobby, if PSA was asked about that, they ought to have a good answer. The only answer that makes sense to me, which I find even more fascinating, is they have it flagged in yellow on the database somehow, some way. And I don't know this to be true. And I know people that used to be PSA graders. I've never asked them this question, that it's flagged on the database that nobody's allowed to grade the card in 10 unless it goes to the head grader. That's the only solution that makes sense to me. I want to think better of my former competition. And I hope that's not (laughs) the case because that's not a good way. But how do you explain explain no 10s in that card? However, what could be happening, another explanation would be that in their database, they have, just like in our early price guides, we had a notation for condition sensitivity. And if there is a notation, beware of this card, look at it carefully because it's difficult to find. And so there's something called the observer effect, that when you observe something, the behavior changes. And so just the idea of giving somebody a Valenzuela rookie card and saying, hey, We've never had a 10 of this or in the database that says this, here's the pop report and all that. It might cause somebody to be skittish or say, well, I don't. That could be the answer. I'm just saying there are other possibilities besides what you said, although that it's possible, but I'm not in their building. And I had enough trouble trying to manage the BGS team who were wonderful, all guys at that point on the grading side. And they were terrific guys, but they weren't perfect. And I would hope well, listen, if it's, it's hard to, like that, there'd be a It's hard to look at hundreds of cards every day, all day long. It's, I hope it's only hundreds. I hope it's not thousands a day for individual graders. If they do a thousand cards to the exhaustive with subgrades, that's brain damage, I think. But somehow they're yeah. able to do it. I've conditioned cards for posting raw cards and graded them, but I'm not doing it to the same level of scrutiny that they're doing it. But I could grade a thousand cards in a day if I had to. I had Greg Morris on my show last week. And oh, I'm a big fan of Greg. I'm just saying, he's the vintage quick grader that is you know, doing a lot of raw business. It's tricky, but he has some affinity for it and is trained for it. Yeah, but look at his feedback. I think he's got perfect feedback, which shows that he's conservatively getting it right. If That's he writes X Mint, there's more people that will think that card is near Mint than X. No, they think it's at least X Mint if he says it's X Mint. That's Yeah. And, 
unless he missed it. But it's a very rare mistake because his intention is to satisfy the customer and the customer he's satisfying primarily is the buyer. Yeah, correct. Consigners are not unhappy, just like in your case. The consigners are happy because he's built a culture where they know they're going to get a little bit more than the average if they sold it themselves because people trust what he says. And if people trust what he says and there's integrity there, then they're going to pay an extra two, three, four, five, ten, twenty dollars for a card. Again, it's another perception thing going back to the grading. We've got the perceptions of the newer grading companies and the older grading companies. And frankly, my discouragement has been the perception of BGS and BVG has trended in the wrong direction lately. And I'd like to see them get back on track, not just for your benefit or even my benefit. I have a fair number of BGS slabs myself, but it's just the right thing to do. Yeah, no, I was in everything I ever talk about on my platform. I only care about the industry, what's good for the industry, because for me personally, financially, if the industry, you know, 10Xs and 5Xs and prices increase and the industry's strong, then I'm fine. And then if People don't feel good about the industry for whatever reason, then of course that affects me personally. So I care about the greater good for our industry, but I'm a collector. I've been a collector my whole life and I enjoy collecting. If you decide to come down early before the national so that you can get less pressure and more time to go through this, I'm not suggesting that you're going to take your 30 cards and you're going to show up on Monday morning and say, could you please graded card review these? And they say, None of them make a 10. And then you say, okay, thanks. And then you go have lunch. Then you come back after lunch and you say, okay, I have these other 30. (laughs) And they say, no, then none of them are. And then you come back the next morning. If you do, let me know because I'll keep you busy when you're in between these. First of all, I do have family in Dallas, by the way. But you Um, come over. I'll show you some of my stuff and we'll have a nice visit if you are in Dallas. But yeah, that's an alternative, Rick, really. because My brother-in-law is in Plano. It's going to be a madhouse at the National. Hopefully, <laughs> they usually do really well on the on-site grading. Our company always has. Yeah, yeah. But I'll run the traps. But if I did get it, if I do have a, a BGS 10 Jordan, I will say this definitively. It will be the most viewed and talked about card at the entire National. No, that would that, be... That's supposed to be irrelevant to them. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. Never it is. But it, that, but that is a reality. It would be like... It doesn't affect me. Even if I were the owner still, I, it wouldn't affect me. I, it's just that in this hobby, your reputation is worth... Your reputation, my reputation is... I won't say it's incalculable, but it's more than what any card would be. I, I think. agree. Because I agree, it, I agree. The, you lose your integrity, your reputation. I appreciate you spending time with me and I look forward to seeing you at the National. And if you do come down before, there's a big Dallas show the two weeks before the National. Ah, okay. It is grading on site, but they're also... Yeah, I have the whole Shabbos restriction from myself. So Friday night to Saturday night. I do. Yeah. But if you can't, it's a Thursday night show too. Everybody knows it, but they forget it. (laughs) I got Rich Klein in my life and a number of other close Jewish friends. People that take their faith seriously or Uh, Generally, my friends, 